No, you can, you can make noise because uh, we are recording all night. We have been recording for the past two nights. We'll be recording all night tonight and tomorrow night. So if you don't like what you uh, did tonight, come on back and re-record with us tomorrow. You know. okay. okay. Hey folks, producer Casey here. For this week's episode, the guys let me dig back through the stacks to put together a reissue of an early classic. As many of you know, before I started working on the show, I was an avid fan and listener, and TJ and Tony's Beatles covers Clam Bake was one of the episodes that made me say, you know what, this podcast is pretty special. I've got to get in on the ground floor. So here we are some 16 months and 70 episodes later, and I get this cool opportunity to revisit the roots of the show and get to spice up a favorite episode with an unnecessary amount of musical drops and soundbite goofs. I think it's a pretty fun one. I hope you enjoy it. A quick word of caution, this episode was originally recorded via Zoom in the early pandemic days of August 2020, so you'll hear some glitches in the feed every once in a while. We've shipped the Nagra tapes out to New Zealand to have Peter Jackson clean them up with his audio magic, and for some reason he's not returning our calls. So without further ado, bibs on everybody, enjoy the Untitled Beatles podcast deluxe reissue of our Beatles covers clam bake. Untitled Beatles podcast. Ready to dance, TJ? Oh, I, I, the one thing where I get started. Hold on, wait five seconds. As we talk about... Uh, nice. Sergeant Pepper original motion picture soundtrack. One would argue better than the Beatles version. <laughs> and I don't do cocaine often. But when yeah. It, yeah, one one would argue. I think there's one... <laughs> His, his name's Robert Stigwood. He produced the movie. <laughs> I asked you if you wanted to dance, TJ. <laughs> I want to dance with somebody who loves me. Don't you want to dance? Say you want to dance. <laughs> uh, Whitney. Oh, one time for that was we called the conditioning. Every Friday in junior high, we had to run around the gym for the entire period, and it was always like find young cannibals, Whitney Houston. And one day I'm like, oh, can I bring in a Beatles mix? And I, I made a Beatles mix for running around the track. And it had like Lucy in the Sky with diamonds on it. <laughs> Everyone hated it. Everyone hated it. I got so many bad Yelp reviews. <laughs> That's our next podcast. His worst Beatles songs to exercise to. Uh, Julia. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I remember I put on Helter Skelter on there and my gym teacher, Mr. Brownlee, he didn't care for me. He put up like an ironic peace sign <laughs> while I was running around the track and he was sitting on his ass. <laughs> Think, thinking about his pension. <laughs> well, welcome uh, finally to the Untitled Beatles podcast. I'm Tony Mendoza. And I'm Tony Mendoza. Oh. I'm actually, no, I, I line... Hold! We'll do it live! We'll do it live! Fuck it! Ah, oh, fuck that guy. Hey, I'm TJ Shanoff. It's good to see you, Tony. <laughs> good to see you, man. Good to see you. We're going to talk about Beatle covers today. Yeah, of which there are, at last count, a uh, hundred thousand or more. I mean, there's probably never been a more covered band. I mean, 
Yeah. I take that back. Maybe other than Duran Duran, no band's been <laughs> covered more than the Beatles. <laughs> Another Capitol Records act, Duran Duran. <laughs> yeah, man. You can find kind of every genre of Beatle song available. You can find soul, jazz, classical country, bluegrass, easy listening, punk, garage. Mm-hmm. Garage. <laughs> uh, prog, disco. They have like the Chipmunks versions. All right, Chipmunks, got your hair on straight. Wah, wah. You can get into uh, the dogs barking crap. Beetle Barkers was a big album for me when I was first learning. Oh, you can smoke pot in the morning. <laughs> Did you know even Weird Al? Weird Al did a, a Beatles song. I know he did a George song. He did uh, the song is just six words long. This song is just six words long. What's his Beatles one? He didn't release it till some box set. He did a version of Taxman. Guess, take a guess. Is it X-Lax Man? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Pac-Man. Oh, God. yeah, Perfect. man. And instead of like the Maca guitar solo, that's where the the video game like level up music comes in. That's genius. Uh, Did he never release it because he just couldn't get the authorization or? That's a good question. I don't know. It was. I know it was done in the 80s. I didn't dig much deeper than I gave it a, a cursory listen and made it all the way through. Uh, I got to check that out because he he did this song that's just six words long. His parody of Got My Mind Set on You in 88 from the, <laughs> the album. You can't do this album anymore now. Fat, his bad parody of the Michael Jackson song. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but it was, it was just a cutting kind of parody of that George Harrison. Not George Harrison didn't write the song, but of course, that was his huge hit in 87. And uh, later I learned, in fact, fairly recently, Weird Al is a diehard George Harrison fan. Oh, I that's think cool. He did What Is Life at a recent uh, tribute concert to George and not a parody, a straight up version and just killed it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Actually, I got to, yeah, full disclosure, I got to work with him last year. And yeah, he was a total pro, man. Yeah, it was cool to see his mind work like professionally. It was cool. I've always wanted to meet him and work with that guy. It must have been awesome, my friend. It was cool, man. So we're probably going to leave out a bunch of your favorite Beatle covers. Uh, you know, there's just too many. There are really too many. And, and I spent the entire week listening to, man... A lot of them. <laughs> when, when we get family, hey, how did you jamokes leave out the Beach Boys doing, hey, you got to hide your love away? Right, right. 
<laughs> yeah, on the party record, they also covered Tell Me Why and I Should Have Known Better. You know, yes. like, you know, it's good. Good stuff. And <laughs> the party record. Hey, the songs are fine, but let's edit in more studio chatter. Right. Well, yeah, it's supposed to be them with like their girlfriends hanging out and like, hey, hand me those peanuts and, you know, like <laughs> stupid <laughs> party banter. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so a few caveats. We're not going to include songs that the Beatles covered. These would be covers of like Lennon McCartney, Harrison, Ringo songs. Right. Uh, but just Beatles. I didn't get into any solo covers. I didn't either. That's okay. a whole other episode. There's some great ones and some great obscure ones for down the road of the solo Beatles covers. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, I need a whole nother week to even touch that. <laughs> <laughs> and then also like any Beatle tribute bands. I did not include that in there. Cause it's like, you know, I, you know, it's funny. I was in the parking lot of Vons this week. That's the supermarket. And we get it. You live in LA. <laughs> All right. Fine. Full disclosure. I was coming out of BevMo, but the car was parked in the Vons. You've changed. I'll bet you won't even eat a goddamn Italian beef anymore with Jardinera on it, will you? No, they, I, you know, I, I, I went to Gino's East. They got one in Sherman Oaks. Uh, this is pre pandemic. And they don't do Italian beef there. You got to go to the other Geno's East out in Orange County or whatever the hell. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, these are America's problems right now. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm focused on that. <laughs> well, there was a guy sitting in a minivan, an older scraggly kind of, I don't know if he lived out of his van, but he was playing a Beatle tribute version of Help. I wonder if it was his own band, you know what I mean? I wonder if he was in like... <laughs> the the beetle knots or whatever <laughs> the night befores <laughs> yeah. beetles tribute band names <laughs> hello we are tomorrow always knows <laughs> right we get our covers right we always know <laughs> it, it, it's it's funny you say that because i got in a, we've talked about the musical beetlemania that I think we were both, you were aware of the movie at a young age. I was aware of the play at a young age. And that's like how I got into the Beatles was hearing those cover songs in the Broadway cast album of Beatlemania. Um, After my, uh, this would have been a couple years ago, after my father died, I kind of made a bunch of CDs because I inherited his car and I just got a nostalgia, made CDs of music I would listen to with him when I was younger. CDs of the A-tracks we had in his old car, of which Beatlemania was one. And I remember driving around with his windows down, cranking up Beatlemania in like 2018 (laughs) at stoplights, wondering like, are people listening going, that's a Beatles song, but it's not the Beatles. An incredible simulation. (laughs) And he never shows his feelings but the yeah, I thought I would break it down this way. We, we talk about maybe the big ones, the obvious ones. We'll probably forget some. Uh, some of our favorites, some of our least favorites, and then maybe some oddities here and there. Great. All right, cool. I, I've, I've broken them down to my top five, which became a top eight because I couldn't cut three out of them. And I have some honorable mentions too. So let's just go, go. Do you have a very favorite or do you have a group of favorites? Because I think I've got one that I think is the most indispensable on my list. Hit me with that because I don't think I've got that. Uh, it is about the most well-known, arguably, 
And I think one of the Beatles songs that is improved by its cover, and it's already a damn great song, and it's uh, Stevie Wonder's take on We Can Work It Out from 1970. That's good. Yeah, I like that one. I was I was real scared you were going to say another one. We'll get to that later. Okay. Yeah, it opens up with that distorted electric piano, mm-hmm. and he's got the, the the classic Stevie harmonica solos all over it. Mm-hmm. The background vocals, yep. Yeah, yeah, and he like he flips around the meter of the the vocal, you know, with the emphasis on the one. It's almost James Brown like with the. We can work it out. Yeah, I mean, it's it, he breathes so much soul into. Uh, you're gonna find, I think, most of my list of Beatles covers are by black artists. I feel as if maybe. I, I mean, I can't I, I can't prove this. I haven't read this anywhere, but I've always felt like the Beatles loved black music so much that early 60s black music and were so influenced by it that a lot of black artists were influenced by the Beatles because they could tell how much they fucking loved and breathed that music. There's so many Beatles covers by black artists that don't feel like contractually obligated to do a cover of this popular song. They feel in the pocket of loving that music. And that's why I think so many soul Beatles covers are so successful. Yeah. Yeah. And I would also add to that group, the stones and the animals, which no one ever talks about the animals, but if you can pick up those animals records, they're really worth your while. Some of my favorite uh, (laughs) blue eyed soul, if you will. It's been a hard day. I should say in full disclosure, Stevie Wonder is in my my personal Mount Rushmore. I, I think he should be on just about anybody's Mount Rushmore. And by the way, Mount Rushmore, one of the heads <laughs> of all four Beatles. So it's really seven people. <laughs> but yeah, I, to me, uh, Stevie Wonder, the Beatles, and most of Bob Dylan's career, I think are the only three artists I've ever heard where almost every song on their classic albums is amazing. I didn't know you're into Dylan. Yeah, that's important music to me. We never talk about Dylan, so that's funny. Also, I I don't believe in Zimmerman. I want to make that clear. <laughs> this isn't one of my favorites, but I I think we have to talk about it. It's it's Joe Cocker's version of "With a Little Help from My Friends." I'm certain it happens all the time. Yeah. I can't tell you, but it so feels like mad. Don't you know I'm gonna make it with my friends? I promise myself I'll get back. You know, I can't tell. Is that the most famous Beatles cover? I don't know, but I think it's definitely one of the best. It suffers for me because I've heard it too many times. Like it's it's lost its. You know, it was the theme to the Wonder Years, so I heard it every right. week for however long that was. And a, be- a beautiful theme on a beautiful and kind of forgotten show, the Wonder Years. Yeah, that was a great show. Um, yeah, and that show, yeah, I mean, if we're doing this, like that show came on right when I was getting into the Beatles. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it kind of, uh, 
added some seasoning to my 60s uh, fascination. He turned a simple, almost playful kid song that John and Paul wrote for Ringo to sing into just a belting, soulful rock workout, which I think is great. I It's not on my list because I've heard it so many times. Right. And I prefer she, his cover, She Came In Through The Bathroom Window. If I got to pick a Joe Cocker Beatles cover, I actually prefer Bathroom Window, but I do too. Um, yeah, and I, I, yeah, I think I think uh, with a little help from my friends is one of the few covers that improves on the original. So our, the first two we mentioned are improvements on the original in our eyes. I think we can work it out by Stevie Wonder is an improvement, and you think a little help from my friends by Joe Cocker is an improvement. Wow. Yeah. Fuck you, Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to the writing. Let others perform. <laughs> Yeah, don't or no, do quit your day job. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, I also like Jimi Hendrix's version of Day Tripper that he did on BBC. rips also he famously covered sergeant pepper the song like the day after it was released or something the day, day came out i think yeah yeah hey it was 20 years ago today pretty good that's ballsy yeah another one of mine i love is we're kind of trading off here and there and this is it's equal parts r&b disco and yacht rock and i love it for all those reasons the earth wind and fire got to get you into my life is just <laughs> sumptuous to me the horn intro the Philip Bailey vocals on that, the whole thing. And that was so influential that when McCartney in 79, the year after that came out, when McCartney did that song live for the first time ever with Wings, 
they threw in that horn riff at the end of McCartney's live version, kind of as an homage to Earth, Wind & Fire, which I thought was really neat. Well, I'm glad you like that version, TJ. That one. You, you don't. Is yeah, that what's coming? Yeah, that one. This was the one I was afraid you were going to say is your favorite. Because <laughs> this one makes my uh, my thumbs down list, my cheers list. And I know that I this is an unpopular. How many fabs? Yeah, zero fabs for me. No, I will. I'll give them this. It's a, I like that they played with the arrangement and the arrangement is, is unique, right? So that's great. Uh, that said, I do not like the, the arrangement. My notes on it, it's just, it's two jazz hands for me. That's why I love it. It's like <laughs> cut from the Debbie Allen revival of Sweet Charity. Here's Earth, Wind & Fire has got to get you into my life. Yeah, I get it. Style, the electricity, the moves, the musical. It's hot. Starring Debbie Allen. Sweet Charity. The minute you walked in the joint. I adore it. And it's also from the Sgt. Pepper movie. I think any true Beatle fan could admit that the movie of Sgt. Pepper is better than the original Beatles album. Hearing Sandy <laughs> Farina sing Strawberry Fields. Strawberry Fields forever. Well, hold on, but let's not forget George Burns opening the movie with fixing a hole. <laughs> a one, a two, two. One, two, three, papa. One, two, one, two, three, papa. Well, he gets on his knees and sings it to a little girl. <laughs> pats her, pats her on the head. The backup book of the girl goes, la, 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 la. It's, so, it's just terrible. That movie did, and that's a whole, we're going to do, folks, a yeah, Sgt. Pepper movie review at some point. And we certainly did back in September 2020, which we just re-released in December as a deluxe reissue that you can find at untitledbeatlespodcast.com. People want to bash that movie. That movie had Billy Preston singing Get Back, Steve Martin doing uh, Maxwell Silver Hammer. That's right. Which may be improved over the Abbey Road version, by the way. <laughs> that was a precursor. Clearly, Steve Martin did Dentist in Little Shop of Horrors. That's right. connected to the Maxwell Silver Hammer thing in Pepper, which I think not everybody connects, but I do because I've gone crazy. So, yes, <laughs> I, I love the Earth, Wind & Fire tune because I also love Yacht Rock and I love Soul, so it's the whole thing. Yeah, man. Well, I'm glad. That's good. I, I wish I liked it. Um, <laughs> I'll share with you one I do like, though. And this 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 gets foggy with regards to it being an actual cover. So this would be The Stones, I Want to Be Your Man. I want to be your man. on my list too oh i love this this so is so good it's raw i love their version I, I i like both versions i like the the energy that the beatles version has but i love the i just love the dirtiness of the stones version 
And the reason I say like, oh, is it a cover is because I think the Stones recorded it before the Beatles, right? From what I can tell on the internet, it looks like the Beatles started recording it first, but maybe the Stones finished it first. Either way, the Stones definitely released it first. If we really want to know who recorded first, someone should probably check the Mark Lewison book. I don't know the t- Mr. Lewison? <laughs> Both of us have the book. I, I'm not going to read it because as a patriot, I'm anti-reading. Um, isn't, that, isn't that how patriotism works now? Um, but yeah. it, it's right, the Beatles wrote it for the Stones. It was a throwaway yes. that John joked. That's why we gave it to Ringo. It was right. a throwaway. Right. And if I recall, they played the song for the Stones to them. So it wasn't like, listen to this recording of it. They were like, here are the chords to the song. So the Stones kind of interpreted it based on something we will never hear. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, it's a cover. It's a Lennon McCartney song. I love it. Yeah, I'm all uh, in. That counts. It's on my list too. Uh, it's not in my top eight, but it's an honorable mention here on my list. And you're right. The dirtiness and the tempo, the guitars. Yeah. It's just a dirtier, but the Beatles version, what's great about Ringo and what's so great about that early Beatles stuff is it's the Beatles version swings as well, which I dig. Yeah. Yeah. Swings at a high tempo. Yeah. Another swing in cool. version. Uh, this is another favorite of mine. It's Strawberry Fields Forever done by Los Fabulosos Cadillacs. So it's Spanish. Never heard it. Oh, Ooh. I think you dig it. It's great. It's I think it's the most fun version I've heard of this song. Tell me, if someone who's never heard it, what makes it, how's it different than the original and what makes it so great? Uh, so it's real horn forward and it's, it's, it's Spanish. So it has like this, um, it's just fun and spirited and the, the drummer is really good. There's a lot of drum fills in it. Um, and I just love this song. It's my, it still remains my favorite Beatles song. So sure. to hear a version of it, that's not so, you know, such an iron on of the original, you know, like I, I dig the Todd Rungan version. Living is easy with eyes closed. And there's like this acid house version by Candy Flip in 1990. That's pretty good. It's getting hard to be someone, but it all works out. It doesn't and I like the Ventures version a lot. Quick, call, call Terry Hammer. Request it. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. I found in this week that like a lot of my favorites are real obscurities, things like, and this one is hard to find now, but um, that band Deerhoof, a favorite band of mine, the drummer in this band is really great, Greg Sonier. Um, they do a version of Bungalow Bill. Steve Malkmus from Pavement did a cover of uh, something a long time ago. That was just Ooh. like on a, I got it through like tape trading. Something the way she moves, walks, attracts, attracts me like no other loving lover. Something the way 
A lot of my favorites tend to be these kind of obscurities. You mentioned Todd Rundgren. He didn't make my list. I do love Todd Rundgren, but his faithful album has Strawberry Fields and While My Guitar Gently Weeps, I believe. Rundgren's 1974 album Faithful did include Strawberry Fields among a number of other covers, including The Beatles' Rain. But it wasn't until 2003 that he recorded While My Guitar Gently Weeps as part of the George Harrison tribute album Songs from the Material World. Yeah, he's he's covered a bunch. Rundgren didn't really play with arrangements on most of the album that I've heard. He sticks to the original, which is cool, but they, they did not make my list. But a couple of my favorites on my top uh, five, Booker T and the MGs did a mm. cover album of a lot of Abbey Road called Macklemore Avenue, the street in Memphis where the studio was, I believe. That's where I bought that record at the Stax Museum. <laughs> You're kidding. Yeah, yeah. That gave me a chill. I honestly forgot how cool would that be to buy that at the museum itself. Would we'll be, of course, in the gift shop. It's it's thirty nine ninety five. Why? Why? What am I doing? That's the old adage. When you see a Broadway musical and you like the music, don't buy the cast album at the at the show. I love Book of Mormon. I bought the CD for forty dollars. <laughs> Why? What do you think? Yeah. Um, but uh, the, the, it's all really good, especially if you like Booker T and the MGs, that kind of Memphis soul sound, yeah. Steve Cropper, Duck Dunn. But they have this strange medley that I've always been fascinated by that begins with Golden Slumbers in to carry that weight into the end. And then the medley goes right into a, a weird strutting Here Comes the Sun into a pretty faithful come together. It's like 15 minutes of just glory that ends Abbey Road, then takes you to the beginning of side two, then takes you to the beginning of side one. It's it, it's a trip. It's soulfully performed. The musicianship is top notch. I love it. I'm totally with you. Yeah, I uh, I used to do delivery work in a van and that record was with me for a lot of that. Yeah. And it's also kind of, it has like a mellow vibe. So it was calming for me <laughs> <laughs> driving around goddamn Chicago. <laughs> what are you, now you're in LA. Why don't you tell me more about going to Albertsons or Vons or the hell you LA people go to? <laughs> Clippers or Lakers, next. <laughs> right. Right. But uh, yeah, so that's that's one of mine. Another one I'll throw at you real quick here that I, I love is the and this is also one of the best known, I think, too, is the Ike and Tina come together. I love the Ike and Tina come together. It is uh, Tina painful and soulful singing it as if it's one of their own songs, which they made it. Yeah, man. 
Uh, there's uh, there's a version of Don't Let Me Down by Marsha Griffiths, which is like a it's a reggae version that mm. I really like. Yeah, you hear reggae version of the Beatles and you're like, okay, but this one's this one's good. And from the first time that he really does. It's got that fuzzy 70s lo-fi reggae sounds, like 70s reggae. I should make that clear. It's not... uh, it's not Scott. It's not like Skank and Pickle or whatever. You know, it's a, and right. it's a, and it's a female vocal, so it, it lends itself to a a dreamier vibe. We're gonna have to compare notes on this because I have on a bootleg what sounds like a a '60s reggae version. Don't let me down in mono that I, it's it's unidentified, and I've mm-hmm. always loved. It. I wonder if this is the same version because that's one of my favorite Beatles covers too, sung by a woman. Oh, I bet it's Marsha Griffiths, man. Yeah, okay, that's my guess, but. Uh, another favorite of mine is Berwin's own "The Ides of March." Berwin, <laughs> Ides of March, famous for their hit "Vehicle." Yes, yes, which is one of those uh, one-hit wonder bands. They do a version of uh, Eleanor Rigby that is—it's kind of like a blood, sweat, and tears kind of vibe on it, but it, it fucking cooks. Eleanor Rigby died. In the church And was buried along with the name Nobody came Father Mackenzie Wiping the dirt from his hands As he washed from the grave No one would There's just like 20 people in the band. They all take a solo, but yeah. <laughs> and these, like the guy, the guitarist later went on to do, uh, do Survivor, you know? Uh, not the show. <laughs> <laughs> Season two. But you're referring to the Beyonce hit. <laughs> yeah. He was on an island. He ate, you know, 14 cockroaches and he wrote this hit Beyonce. No, uh, the band Survivor. He wrote Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> Uh, okay, you brought up the Ides of March. I'll bring up one that is on my honorable mention because it was ballsy that they did it. Chicago's very own The Buckinghams covered I Call Your Name. Nice. That one, in a, in I missed real, that one. It's a great one. It's a real horns-drenched kind of take on it, and it's pretty cool. Don't you know I can't sleep at night? just the same. Oh, that's cool, man. All right. Yeah. 
we're old. We're old white <laughs> Chicago dudes. I mean, like, we brought Ides of March to the Buckingham's. We're like, oh yeah, sure. I saw them at Chicago Fest. Yeah. You know? I saw them at the DuPage County Fair. Uh, <laughs> I saw them at Mill Run Theater. <laughs> oh boy. Are you familiar with the uh, genre of music, TJ, known as pig fuck? I beg your pardon? Uh, I'm not, but I've sure done the activity. We'll be right back, folks. Stay with us. But that's going a bit too far, don't you think? <laughs> I don't. What is it? So it's like 80s kind of like uh, fuck you rock. So it spans okay. like early Sonic <laughs> Youth, Big Black, Steve Albini's own Big Black. Sure. Pussy Galore, The Cows, Butthole Surfers. So uh, there's a band called The Strangulated Beat-Offs. I beg your pardon? And uh, they covered a bunch of Was Beatles songs. Was Richard Marks in that band? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, the DX7 is mixed way low. <laughs> it's hard to hear it. Um, <laughs> Thank God. They cover, uh, like they cover Ticket to Ride. Savoy Truffle. Do you know my name? Uh, But they're real like, yeah, it's going to sound like pig fuck, uh, but they're fun. They're fun. (laughs) Check them out. Pigfuck now known as uh, Deliverance Music for, our, for our, our, our G-rated version of this. Your choices are way more deep than my, mine are all very mainstream. Uh, another on my list, and I believe maybe my number three favorite would be Al Green doing I Want to Hold Your Hand. Yeah, man. Where it is perfect and soulful and he's having a ball singing it. It's just wheelhouse Al Green vocals. And he sings, I Get High. Oh, he does? I missed that. Yeah. That's great. I heard that, and I, it's on my. It's definitely on my uh, favorites list. Uh, I, all I wrote was cool. fun, but I remember um, you hear them kind of warming up into the, the drums. I think it's just the drums and them yakking. Yeah, we got the feeling that. And he goes, shut up, Al Green. We got the feeling that. Shut up, Al Green. Okay, yeah. all right. Let's oh, do yeah. it. Let's do oh, things a party. All right, man. Yeah. Uh, another fun version. I'll bring it back into mainstream. I actually like the Carpenters' version of "Help." Help me if you can. I'm feeling down, and I do appreciate you being proud. Help me get my feet back on the ground. Won't you please? Please help me. Please help me. 
A ticket to ride. Uh, which is terrible. I'm going to uh, your criticism of the earth, wind, and fire got to get you into my life. <laughs> my response to you is the same. Zero fabs for the, this carpenter. Have song. you heard help? You, have you, I know you've heard him do ticket to ride. I think I'm gonna be sad. I don't know that I've heard help. All right. You've got to hear it. You've got to hear All it right. before you knock it, man. No, you don't. This is America. You hate what you don't know. Oh, you're right. I keep forgetting. <laughs> keep forgetting this new America we live in. Uh-huh. It's fun. It's fun. I highly... I, I Also, I like uh, Kurt Cobain covers And I Love Her. She gives me everything Wasn't that like, like early demo Nirvana stuff? I think it was like home recording, just him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like recording it to record it in 1988 or whatever, yeah. you know? It's great. It's, yeah, there's a lot of And I Love Her covers that are, they're good. And it works really well in Spanish too. It's, it lends itself to a, a Latin quality. I have on my honorable mention list, Smokey Robinson doing And I Love Her with the Miracles. And it's very smoky. Again, it feels like the Beatles wrote it as a Motown song. You'll like this one, TJ. One of my favorites is Bloomington Jefferson High School doing She Loves You. The only version. <laughs> Does it have the weird edit like the Beatles single does? <laughs> now that would be amazing if they, yeah, they had to edit after uh -huh. the into the second verse. Um, no, this is on a something something to look for. It's called the Minnesota Beatle Project. They put out like five albums of all Minnesota bands covering uh, Beatles songs, and uh, there's there's a bunch of great ones on there. Gary Berger from the Monks covers "I Feel Fine." Yeah, man, there's there's some good stuff on there. Another recommend. I don't know that this counts for our covers list, but that just jogged my memory to say there's a cover, I think from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame of While My Guitar Gently Weeps from about 10 years ago that has Prince... Jeff Lynn, Tom Petty, bunch of the guys from that era doing the Rock Hall of Fame show. And the story was Prince was like, yeah, I'm familiar with the song. I know it. I don't know it, know it, but I know it. And he apparently blew everybody on stage away just the way he blew us. So, I mean, it's some of the best guitar playing I've ever heard. And he makes that cover sound so incredible. So that's not on my list, but Prince being a Minneapolis guy, you kind of jog my memory with that. I remember that. That was, yeah, that was striking. I mean, I remember everyone was blown away at his, at his chops on the guitar. Yeah. 
Yeah. Myself included. I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, it's, sir. It, it's weird that almost since Prince was so big in the eighties and then was doing his own thing for the 20 years after that was some critical success, but Prince almost feels underrated years after his death. It's weird to explain. Prince is someone he has so many albums and so much online shit. You can dig into Prince stuff you never knew existed to still think, oh, that's fucking great. He's just one of those people. Yeah, man. Yeah. What do you think of Yes's version of Every Little Thing? Have you heard that? I've never heard that. Oh. Is it 16 minutes? Or is it Owner of a Lonely Heart era Yes? <laughs> no. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of orchestra stings in it. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is yes sampling Edith Bunker on this top forty radio hit? Songs that made Oh my god, no! It's early yes. It's not sixteen minutes long. Actually, I think they keep it to a tasteful like five or something like that. I actually, <laughs> <All right. laughs> I quite like it. And there's little nods to Day Tripper in there. When I'm walking beside her. I recommend it. It's 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 good. Yeah, it's good. I was surprised. I'm not like a yes head or whatever. So I was like, oh, I like it. Yeah, I will say this. Like there's the vanilla fudge, uh, spooky tooth, like all these like let's do these long drawn deep out purple, the purple doing help. Yeah, like these slow, like whatever proto metal versions of these songs. I kind of dig them all. They're fun. I just, I, part of my problem with yes is I feel like seeing all good people isn't long enough. <laughs> 40 minutes later. <laughs> doo -doo 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 -doo. I get it. <laughs> any, any like Labor Day weekend where there's some, like a DJ is going to take a shit during a classic rock. Like, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and as someone that did work rock radio, that's the truth. Uh -huh. uh, I used Stranglehold by Ted Nugent, but anyway. Oh, that oh, guy. I, I, let me pick a different one because let me see. <laughs> oh, I know. I picked Silent Lucidity by Queensryche. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ironically. Or has it just begun? Nowadays, it's easy. DJs now just put on like, here's Fish doing Reba from Lens <laughs> Falls, New York, 99. It's six days long. All right, I'm going to take a road trip. I'll be back when it's over. Have you heard Fish do the White Album? I have, and I am a moderate Fish fan that found their, their cover back to front of the White Album from what, 94, whatever it is, infuriating. Absolutely Whoa. infuriating. Oh. And rushed and off key and... There's some good moments and what the um, uh, don't pass me by doing that kind of country stomp kind of fast version of that. But like 
Yeah, there's some stuff on there that's just terrible. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. They were one of the few bands I found that covered Revolution Number Nine. That was cool. Yeah, and I'm gonna lay something on you. There's a there's this uh, chamber music group called uh, Alarm Will Sound, and they cover Revolution Number Nine like as a symphony, and it's number it's fucking nine. cool, man. They commit. They do the whole thing. Is it faithful to the original? Yeah, like completely Why? faithful. <laughs> Just listen to it, man. You'll okay. dig it. All right. It's cool. It's fucking You're send cool. Send me a bunch of links with all this stuff. <laughs> I am. I am. As as we talk about live, here's one that nobody's probably ever heard, but Wilco, another band I love, did a uh, a show of all covers in somewhere in Massachusetts a couple years ago, and. Uh, it was like a, I've got a bootleg of it. It's just like an hour and a half of just a, two sets of covers. They do and your bird can sing. And after they get done with it, Tweety says, you know what? We worked so hard to learn this quick song. It was pretty good, but it's so much fun. And it's so much work for two minutes. <laughs> I'm warmed up now. I think we can do it better. Can we do it again? And the crowd goes crazy <laughs> and they do it again. We, we got to do it one more time. It's just it's one of those neat, neat live moments. I'm sure. That's fun, man. That's cool. Yeah. Um, do you have any uh, other favorites, or should we tear into uh, our least favorite? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you three more on my list. I love and some honorable mentions. I'll go really quickly on these. Dana Ross and the Supremes doing "You Can't Do That." Changing it around to uh, uh, second time I caught you talking to her. Yeah. Um, so they, they they changed the gender around for flirt. that. I think they rhyme it with flirt. Caught you a flirt. I'm yeah, yes. Yeah, you're yeah. totally right. And because <laughs> and John wrote you can't do that as one of his you know kind of four in the bar Motowny cowbell type songs. Totally. Uh, another version of you can't do that that I love is the Harry Nilsson take where it's like an early proto mashup yeah. where he throws in a ton of other Beatles songs on there. He loved the Beatles and he ends it with strawberry Beatles forever. And it <laughs> works. It's such a neat, neat take. Please listen to me if you want to stay Today, my babe, don't hide me, babe. 
And of course, Nielsen then became really tight with Ringo and John, all the Beatles, I think, but especially those two. Yeah. A couple others that I really love is Aretha Franklin's Let It Be. 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 Uh, Wilson Pickett doing Hey Jude with Dwayne Allman doing the mm-hmm. guitar on that, which is wonderful. Yep. Hey Jude, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. Marvin Gaye's take on Yesterday, which is great. Yesterday, all my troubles seem so far. You know, like uh, Ray Charles to an Eleanor Rigby. Like I said at the top of this, there's something about black artists covering the Beatles. It feels natural. It's a testament to how influenced the Beatles were by it. And that makes it feel cyclical to me. Very complete. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Otis Redding, Day Tripper. I'm going to throw some out too that I quite like. The Handsome Family doing Eleanor Rigby is great. Um, I like Phil Manzanera's version of Tomorrow Never Knows. This kind of a proggy element to it. Phil Collins version of Tomorrow Never Knows. That, yeah, yeah, yep, that's on my hey. That is, uh, here, I'll tell you my note I gave for that. To, Phil Collins, Tomorrow Never Knows. Sounds exactly like Phil Collins covering it. (laughs) Because every Phil Collins song sounds like Phil Collins covering it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it has the drum sound. It has his high vocals, blah, blah. If there were no Miami Vice, Phil Collins would not be famous. Every song's written for the Miami Vice soundtrack. (laughs) Yep, yep. Uh, this is obscure. There was a, a, a New Zealand duo of sisters called the Chicks that do a great version of "I Don't Want to Spoil the Party." Yep, check that one out. Eddie Hazel's version of I Want You, She's So Heavy. Uh, 
that's a version that you can fuck to. I beg your pardon. Uh, and not worry about the song cutting off. <laughs> Unless you time it right. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Ow! We talk like this? Can we, can we talk like men? <laughs> Ramsey Lewis did a whole white album. Yeah. It's like his, his, uh, if you ever want to hear Ramsey Lewis's version of the single white album, uh, <laughs> I really like his, the whole thing. It's good. It's good. Especially, uh, Julia, uh, sexy Sadie, Rocky raccoon. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Let me throw out some more. I mean, there's some great punk rock versions like dead Kennedy's doing back in the USSR. <laughs> The Damned doing help. Um, Elliot Smith doing Because. That's not punk rock. Because the sky is blue. I, I have to mention the Breeders doing Happiness is a Warm Gun. I love the Breeders. I love Kim Deal. She's well acquainted with the touch of a velvet hand. Like a lizard on a window pane. That's a Terry Hemmer classic. Three times a year, Terry will play that in Breakfast with the Beatles. Is that right? Yeah. 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 It's not my favorite, but uh, hey, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it, you know, Steve Albini recorded that. So it's got those real icy sounding drums that just like cut through everything. Yeah. Um, that underground cult guy, R. Stevie Moore, he did a, a whole instrumental cover of Beatles songs back in 75. Five Stair Steps doing Dear Prudence. Andre 3000. Oh, I've never heard that. The Andre 3000 all together now? Yeah. That's yeah. on my list too. One, two, three, four. Can I have just a little more? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I love that's great. I think uh, the downside, I think it was written for a Nike commercial. The upside Ooh. is it's joyous and fun and awesome. Yeah. Halloween from Germany doing All My Lovin'. All My Lovin'. All My Lovin'. I haven't heard that. I was allowed to listen to German music in my house as a kid. <laughs> The, the, the Faulty Towers German episode was a bridge too far in my home. I couldn't. Uh... <laughs> and I have to mention Ella Fitzgerald cover of Savoy Truffle. It's like space aged funk. Uh, I have Ella doing Hey Jude and it's space age sad. <laughs> It's like live and like one of the great vocalists of all time, you know, it, it, it's almost like Sinatra doing something and calling it his favorite Lennon and McCartney song. It just doesn't feel, and I, I love jazz. And I love jazz vocalists, but it just doesn't feel right. It makes me yeah. feel yucky. Yeah. Well, let's get into that. What are some of our least favorites? Well, there's an album that came out in 95. I grew up with a mother, Jewish mother, born and raised in Chicago who loved country music. I never understood really? why. Loved it. We listened to US 99 in the car. I can name any 80s and 90s country song. Wow. So, yeah, wow. A lot, a lot of that stuff. 
So I just, I never loved it, but I know it. And yeah. I bought, an, so I bought an album in 95 called Come Together, America Salutes the Beatles. And it's all country acts doing Beatles songs. And there's a great, great version, Willie Nelson doing One After 909 that feels like a Willie Nelson tune. That's cool. Yeah. Well, you got like and, Willie. Baby, so you're traveling on the One After 909. Move over, honey, I'm traveling on that line. Move over once, move over twice Baby, don't you be cold as I Say you're traveling on the one after 909 I love Willie. The rest of it is like 90s country schlock. Uh, you know, like, uh, I can't even name the other. I mean, I, weirdly, Huey Lewis is on there doing Oh Darling. Oh, darling, please believe me I love Huey. I'll go toe to toe fighting for Huey. It's not a good look. <laughs> it's Huey Lewis on a country album without the news. Fuck you, news. Do, <laughs> do, <laughs> I read the news today, oh boy. Stay yeah. home. Huey Lewis and the fake news. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, there it is. What a great cover band. <laughs> All right wing Huey Lewis songs. All they all they play are QAnon parties. <laughs> Lonely QAnon parties. Uh, um, but yeah, so it, it's not a good look. But th- there's a few other country songs on there that are that yucky early '90s soulless country. I'd put that album on my list. Of, uh, the soundtrack to I Am Sam. Remember the weird Sean yeah. Penn movie. Um, yeah. that was meant to be touching and might have been offensive where <laughs> Sean Penn played a developmentally disabled <laughs> right, person right. and well that was supposed to win you an Academy Award at that time so that's that that was his Oscar winning moment that wasn't yes yeah. <laughs> um, but the soundtrack is all kind of pop indie acts at the time and it's got like Amy Mann doing two of us mm-hmm. Ben Folds doing Golden Slumbers yeah but also, that did that make your that didn't make your list you're a big Ben Folds guy I love Ben Folds. It's too incomplete to make the list. I, I don't know why Ben Folds, with all his chops and skill, didn't go into carry that weight. It ends after a minute and a half. Yeah. It, it almost feels like it felt like a like a cop out. But a lot of that album, like, I love the Black Crows, but there's a terribly flaccid version of Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds on it. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Yeah, yeah. The wallflowers to it, I'm looking through you. It's a noble effort, but it's kind of like an easy listening early 2000s rock Beatles cover album. You Yeah, and I think, yeah, Granddaddy, I think, covers Revolution on that, maybe. You say you want a revolution, well, no. We all want to change the world. And 
I love Least Granddaddy. Favorite Beatles cover of all time. <sighs> really? Yeah. That's too bad because I really like Granddaddy. Uh, Jason Lytle up in Modesto. He's great. Um, yeah, okay. I just wish he would have picked a different song. Like his, yeah, what he does just would serve a different song so much better. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 not not one of my favorites at all. Um, Oasis's version of "I Am the Walrus" is uh, not my favorite. Uh uh-uh. uh. Have you? Boring. Is it the live one? I'm yeah, thinking of the, it's yeah, eight minutes no and thirty six seconds. <laughs> uh, and it's basically it's Oingo Boingo's version, but just washier and then live and long. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 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 At the end, all I don't the mind solos, the Oingo Boingo version. Yeah. It's like they're, they're just testing out guitar pedals at the end of it. They're like, "How does this one work?" Fuck you guys! Four minutes of that. Go to Guitar Center with your fucking asshole. Stacks <laughs> right. of amps. I, I, your lunch break's over, Gallagher Brothers, at Guitar Center. Right? I, I got to buy this quarter-inch cable. Can you put the guitar down and ring me up? Lifetime warranty on those cables. Uh, <laughs> another one that I wanted to like so bad, and I heard this back when I was like 18 or 19. Like I said, we were talking about the animals, so I'm a huge Eric Burden fan. Eric Burden and War put out a record in the early 70s and they cover A Day in the Life on it. And I remember wanting to like this so much, but it's like, it's 11 minutes long. You know, they're doing the vanilla fudge thing, but it's like three years too late. Um, It's too slow. And I'm sorry, Eric, I love you. Where are you with the Jeff Beck did a couple. One is a very long day in the life. And another is George Martin produced take on She's a Woman. Yeah. Where are you with those? Yeah. With the wah-wah pedal. Yeah, I wrote down something for the She's the Woman one. Oh, where the fuck is it? Oh, all right. <laughs> all right, well, here's what I wrote for Jeff Beck, She's a Woman. WKRP convertible <laughs> vocoder. <laughs> yeah, so he's got this vocoder all over it. And it just sounds to uh-huh. me, it sounds like, oh, this is like, so it's it's Johnny Fever driving to work in his convertible. <laughs> That's great. That's very funny. At the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 25th anniversary concerts, they didn't have any living Beatles perform, but you have to include the Beatles. And they did two songs. One was um, Paul Simon with, I think, Crosby, Stills and Nash doing Here Comes the Sun. Here comes the sun. Here comes the sun. And I say. It's alright. And the other was the Jeff Beck take on Day in the Life. And I couldn't believe if you're going to represent the Beatles, you, that's when you bring in Stevie Wonder to do We Can Work. You know, there, there's to right. me, there's better. 
I've always found the Jeff Beck, I mean, brilliant guitar player, but that day in the life is just too much for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think people should probably stay away from that song. Like that's hard, you know, unless you're going to be whatever, just stay away. (laughs) Yeah. I think Godsmack should have stayed away from the Beatles altogether. Uh, They did a version of come together, which sounded, it sounds like I wrote, this is my note for this song. I'm auditioning to be a rock critic, TJ. Tell me what you think of this. Godsmack, come together. Skull tin filled with old piss. Well, first of all, there's no, let me just be your financial advisor. I think rock <laughs> criticism, especially in print, is a safe career choice right now. Oh, Maybe good. start your own fanzine. You know, whatever you need to do. Uh, you brought up Come Together. I mentioned earlier the Icantina version and something I meant to say too, uh, a cover that was a massive hit by one of my least favorite bands ever is the Aerosmith Come Together. Yeah. You know who produced that? Jack Douglas. Of course he did. Right. Jack <laughs> Douglas, who then did later did uh, uh, Double Fantasy. Right. But we've, I'm going to say it for the second time. So when we do the movie, Sergeant Pepper, it'll be a rule of threes. The weird homoerotic fight between Peter Frampton and Steven Tyler, where they're both wearing like sequined <laughs> outfits and gazing at each other while pulling at each other's arms. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I think that's the first porno I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then he kills Steven Tyler. I wish he yeah. had, then they wouldn't have to deal with all those 90s Geffen nightmares. This was the enemy. FVB. Future villain band. <laughs> no band sounds more designed for compact disc. If somebody were to come back, we've talked about this. If somebody yeah. were to come back and say, what does a CD sound like? You put on the Aerosmith album Pump on CD. <laughs> all high yeah. end. Yeah. Big ones. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, trivia about Aerosmith. I think that the first song that they ever played together as a band was I'm Down. Um, and there's okay. a recorded version of it. Uh, I'm not. That's just information. I'm not. A, not I'm not condoning it. How can you laugh when you know I'm down? Where are you as a rock guy? Where are you with Aerosmith? Are you yay, nay or middle? How many? Um, yeah, I try giving them a shot. Thinking like, oh, maybe I like their deeper stuff. Um, not really. I like a, I like some of their songs uh, from the seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't ever need to hear what do you call it? Ever again? Walk this way? Yeah, I don't need to hear "Walk This Way." I mean, I kind of liked Big Ten Inch Record in the nineties, but now I like I don't I don't need to hear that song anymore either. I like oh, I like the end of Dream On. That spooky, the spookiness of Dream On with that's the a, keyboard. That's a great song. Yeah, I guess I like yeah. that song. Another 70s band of equal acclaim is Cheap Trick, and their cover of Magical Mystery Tour is pretty great. And in fact, there's a whole album of them doing Sgt. Pepper live in Vegas that you don't need to hear, but it's not terrible. (laughs) Does that make sense? It is totally unnecessary and not bad. 
Well, here's one that is not necessary and bad, in, in my opinion. And I wanted to like this very much, but so too did the Flaming Lips cover Sgt. Pepper in its entirety. Yeah. What would you do if I sang out of tune? I never heard it. So, well, uh, spoiler alert, uh, it's all like mostly keyboards through processors and every song is, seems to be at a dirge-like pace. It <laughs> so is, it's a Flaming Lips record. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. Not true. I'll you're stick right, up for right. Soft Bulletin. I like uh, the, right the, the 90s stuff. Even the first record when they thought they were the Who and they cover Summertime Blues. Um, right. But yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this, that one lost me completely. Um, Toad the Wet Sprocket covering Hey Bulldog. Don't need it. Uh, yeah. I wrote that that's the Civil War chess set version of this song. <laughs> 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 you know, like it's like pewter figures doing Hey Bulldog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that's a band that's guilty of being off key and all their big hits. You, is Something that right? so proud. Nothing so loud. <laughs> and all, all I want is to feel this way. They're never quite singing on key. Love it. Love it. Um, Bobby McFerrin's version of Drive My Car. Uh, I wrote that he picked the right song. <laughs> he did a couple. I think he did From Me to You and he did something else too. But um, I mean, they're like, again, I'm, so I'm not good. I actually like Don't Worry, Be Happy. It's a, <laughs> I like that song. But, you know, there's only so much of that kind of music I can take. You know how we, as time goes on, remember things wrong? Was Don't Worry, Be Happy written for Rain Man? Um, did I just pull that? Did I make that up? Does it yeah. feel like it was written for Rain Man? Well, I think it was around the same time, but I really don't know. I don't think it was I'm thinking Ico, Ico. I'm thinking Ico, Ico. Okay, maybe that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say Robin Williams was in the video for Don't Worry, Be Happy. <laughs> anyway. Didn't remember it. <laughs> um, real quick, Smash Mouth's version of Getting Better. Is the Beatles for Dummies. That... Uh, I will counter. There is a version of Getting Better by the band Gomez that's really nice and mellow. Yes, yes, I, I have heard that version. I don't care for the Black Keys version of She Said. I have a hard time with that band. I call that the Bruce Willis blues explosion. <laughs> Dude, your metaphors today are my favorite. I, I, I'm going to go back and listen to this one a million times. And then the James Taylor version of Day Tripper. One way. 
Have you heard that? It's bad. It's I like haven't. the bank commercial version of Day Tripper. <laughs> it sucks. It's like 80s James Taylor. It sucks. Oh, it's no. just like, yeah, yeah. So, oh, and then one last one. The only reason I bring this up, like, I didn't even know about this one. I was listening to coverage till like three in the morning last night. And somewhere around two in the morning, this one popped up. The Bobs covering Helter Skelter. Um, the Bobs is Barbershop Quartet. Oh, <laughs> go on. <laughs> I mean, it was in the 80s they did this. And this song won a Grammy. And that's all you need to know about the Grammys. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Come on, tell me the answer. Well, you may be a lover, but you ain't no dancer. Look out now. Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter. So I think the Bob's version of Helter Skelter is the version that was going through the minds of the Manson family during the murders. <laughs> sorry, Bob's. I'm really sorry. That's dark. It was the 80s. I know you didn't know better. It was the 80s. We didn't know better. It was the 80s. When I... That's okay. So your list has way more indie stuff that I need to check out. I'm, I basically pulled mainstream stuff, save for the Huey Lewis country cover of Oh Darling. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will lastly say about this damn Sergeant Pepper movie, the covers on here. Oh my God, I'm such an idiot. I left out Billy Preston doing Blackbird. Blackbird in the dead of I know oh, I mentioned yeah. Billy Preston doing Get Back, but Billy Preston is someone else who should be taken seriously with his Beatles covers, given that even before Clapton was credited on the White Album, which I think only happened when their 09 reissues came out, Billy Preston was the only other person credited alongside the Beatles. So when he covers the Beatles, you kind of you kind of take note of that because yeah. he was part of the Beatles for a, a very important part of their career. Um, some weird covers I'll just throw out real quick here. Yeah. Leibach covering, well, they did the whole Let It Be album, but Leibach, that again, German goth industrial band, their version of Two of Us is like, <laughs> what, what is happening? <laughs> What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? <laughs> You're paying for this studio time. All right. Um, <laughs> Jessica Mitford's version of Maxwell Silverhammer. Um, she the is Jessica Mitford. <laughs> Joan was quizzical, studied metaphysical science in the home. All alone at night with a test tube. Oh, oh, oh. Are you familiar with Mrs. Miller? She was like a novelty artist in the 60s and she was like, she sang off key and stuff. Uh-uh. Well, it's like, she, this is basically like a Mrs. Miller version of Maxwell Silverhammer. Um, Anne Murray's version of I'm Happy Just to Dance With You. There is really nothing else I'd rather do Cause I'm happy just to dance with you Oh, God. <laughs> Doris Torture. Day, Octopus's Garden. 
<laughs> and Doris Day. <laughs> and Doris, there you go. <laughs> I'd like to be under the sea in an octopus's garden in the shade. Lena Horne's version of Rocky Raccoon is uh, out there. Now somewhere in the black mining hills of Dakota, there lived a young boy named Rocky Raccoon. One day his woman run off with another guy. Hit young Rocky in the eye. Rocky didn't like that. He said, I'm gonna get that boy. Whoa. Yeah, man, I, I, I'll make you a mix. Maybe we'll, I'll put a link on, I'll do a link to it. Yeah, please. Spark I, version of I Want to Hold Your Hand, really like Love Boat, cameo version. When I say that's something, I want to hold your hand. We didn't mention the George Benson other side of Abbey Road, which is rough. And I like George Benson a lot, but that's not how I like to hear my Beatles. Here comes the sun Here comes the sun Yeah, he did not make my cut. Yeah, I gave him a shot and it was just a little whatever for me. Um, Conan O'Brien covers Old Brown Shoe. In the same concert where he did, um, where Weird Al sang, uh, What Is Life, I think. It's good. It's actually, the band rips. That's good. It's, I yeah. mean, it's Conan singing, so it's, he's not bad, but it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's on my weird list. Yeah. That's a weird one. Yeah. And then all those Peter Sellers, like him, like doing comedy about like just reciting the lyrics and doing like German voices. You think uh, that you have lost your love. Well, I saw her yesterday. It is you that you're thinking of, and she's told me what to say. She says she loves you. Yeah! 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 She loves you. Yeah! 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 There's a lot of German going on here. <laughs> FSK covering Come Give Me Diner Hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man there's that record butchering the beatles which is like alice cooper and lemmy and uh steve Vai, Yngwie malstein i think george uh, guys from Dokken and stuff <laughs> well and then there's the whole other novelty thing we haven't gotten into like the rhino golden throats album oh well it's, that has telly savalas on it and leonard nimoy not leonard nimoy william shatner, shatner yeah. the famous lucy in the sky with diamonds cover how could we have gone this far without mentioning that one worth a listen Picture yourself in a boat on a river with tangerine trees and marmalade skies. I don't know about a repeated listen. No. Worth a listen. <laughs> uh, you're not a big Billy Joel guy, are you? His, I left it out, but his cover of um, She Loves You yeah. ranks as um, one of my least favorites. She loves you. It's in fair in fairness to Billy, you animal. 
that was just a rehearsal take when they're live recording there. Oh yeah, they're... every recording says rehearsal on it. No, I know. Yeah, and it's that's <laughs> <laughs> a great excuse. Well, this track sucks. Put the word rehearsal in parentheses <laughs> and hope for the best. But in that same tour, because he 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 did back in the USSR in the show where he performed. I, I love Billy Joel. His I like people, him too. His Beatle covers are not great. There's a live version of I'll Cry Instead that's pretty good. It's got kind of a honky-tonk swing and feel. If I could see you now I try to make you sad somehow But I can't So I'll cry instead that's I'll cool. give him that, yeah. Yeah. I also left off U2's Helter Skelter, which I also really don't like. Intro to it has bothered me since '88. This is song Charles Manson stole from the Beatles. We're stealing it back. The spoken. They're stealing it back from Charles Manson. We're stealing it back, and that's yeah. the same album that has a song called "God Part Two, which is Bono's kind of take on the John Lennon song "God." That I don't love, but I give him credit in the late eighties for a huge rock band, one of the biggest in the world to be inspired by that deep Lennon track, at least took balls. They also recorded, there's a John Lennon charity album. We'll get into when we do our solo episodes for Amnesty International. Oh yeah. Like Mm -hmm. from Oh five that has you two doing the, the weakest, most flaccid version of instant (laughs) karma you have ever, ever heard. It's insulting. Karma's going to get you. Yeah, man. So yeah, I mean, full disclosure, I, I'm I'm not that into you too. So there's also that, you know what I mean? So okay. that's just, and that's me. That's also personal taste. You know what I mean? Like there's people that really dig Bobby McFerrin and that sound. Uh, if you want to hear Bee Gees doing Beatles songs, the Sgt. Pepper album, I mean, you've not uh, like a nice, if, if you don't want to take a Xanax before, before you go to bed, listen to the Bee Gees doing uh, Polythene Pam. But you should see Polythene Pam. It's really, it's, it's an atrocity. <laughs> I, I think when this, when this, uh, the movie's going to have to happen soon for us because I'm so yeah. into this now. Uh, there's a, one of the Gibb brothers, there were 16 of them came out when this movie <laughs> came out and said, the Beatles aren't even a working band anymore. We think our version will be the definitive version of Sergeant Pepper. Ooh, 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 cousin Gibb, uh, know your place. <laughs> <laughs> know your role to a man. All right, we, we should wrap because we could go all day on these Beatles covers. But please put, when you post this, Tony, some of these, especially the obscure ones, because I, I haven't heard half of these. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, cool. So, yeah, just go look in the link. I think there'll be a link. <laughs> look in the link. Yeah, yeah. Scroll down. Hopefully somewhere on the thing, there'll be a link to a Spotify playlist and uh, I'll put up some whatever. I'll just put up songs that I've chosen and TJ, feel free to to throw some in as well uh, into the mix. Yeah, Suggest some. Cool, man. Cool, man. That was that was great. Again, like to the Beatles, so many, all the obscure artists, all the mainstream artists, the Hall of Famers, the wannabes. So many people cover the Beatles. Cynics would say, well, sure, you know, you can score a hit covering a Beatles song. I think most of these people cover it because they love the music so much. 
Yeah, man. Sonic Youth, Boys to Men, Soundgarden, Steve Earle, Patti Smith, Emmylou Harris, Daniel Sonic Johnson. Sonic Youth, Boys to Men, ABC, BBD, the East Coast, the East Coast Family. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> Ellen Reddy, Fiery Furnaces, Stars on 45. <laughs> Stars on 45, that's its own episode. Because I used to argue with kids. There's a kid named Judd who went to Latin school in the 70s and 80s who was convinced that Sugar Sugar had to be a Beatles song because it was included in the Stars on 45 medley. And I was like, no, just because the song's included doesn't mean it's got to be by the same band. Damn, you Stars well, on 45. But it's in Stars on 45. So what does that mean? <laughs> means they fucked up. <laughs> means they fucked up. <laughs> well, that that was a ball, Tony. Can't wait to do this again next week when we examine the Ringo song "Rack My Brain," the George Harrison composed <laughs> one in full. Rack my brain. Rack my brain. Deep dive on one song. Can't wait. Can't wait. <laughs> Sorry for any cover we left off, uh, but yeah, maybe we'll do a part two. I don't know. Who knows? But always a pleasure, sir. Yeah, buddy. Great job. Uh, how do I? Untitled Beatles podcast. Like and subscribe. 